Welcome to the Ketamine Wellness Centers podcast. My name is Jamil. Ketamine Wellness Centers operates multiple clinics across the country, and we've been doing so for several years now. We've performed over 14,000 ketamine infusions and have achieved excellent success rates in treating neuropathic pain conditions and treatment-resistant depression. I have Kevin Nicholson with me today. Kevin is the CEO and president of Ketamine Wellness Centers. And we're going to be talking about this new drug, Spravato, that has been all over the place. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, thanks, Jamil. Yeah, Spravato or S-ketamine, right? You know, which is basically known as the uh, cousin of ketamine is what uh, we've seen a lot of advertising being done. Right. So they've what they've done is basically reproduced uh, molecularly something very similar to ketamine. Right. Um, almost identical. Part of their branding thrown the words, the letters E and S in front of ketamine. Right. So they're calling it S ketamine. Yeah, a lot of people are misunderstanding that it's not just the letter S ketamine. It has an E and an S before it. But, but the you know the actual um, new name being Spravato is is really being marketed by Johnson and Johnson. Right. So, so and then we're not just going to be talking about Spravato today, we're going to be talking about a particular um, aspect of Spravato that's interesting to us and that um, we feel like that maybe there's some disinformation out there or misunderstanding about how how this drug, which it's an intranasal, so cor- right. sort of like a nasal spray that you would get for like, um, you know, stuffy nose or whatnot, congestion. Um, so how is uh, Spravato administered? Right, you know, because we're, again, it's brand new, so there's a lot of excitement around this. And um, our liaisons get a number of phone calls from patients about what we're doing and then this new S-ketamine or Spravato spray. And um, there's a lot of misunderstanding. So what we're going to try to do is break it down a little bit and, mm-hmm. and really look at some of the differences in what may or may not be advertised. Mm-hmm. And so looking at it is a lot of questions come up about, uh, can I just get a prescription for this and go home and self-administer and take it? And, you know, I'm going to just basically do a couple of puffs and my symptoms are going to be gone. Well, the answer is no. Too easy, right? Too easy. Unfortunately, <laughs> it's no. Um, and we do have the benefits that uh, Johnson Johnson has provided some information that we want to share with you in regards so that we don't misre- misrepresent um this information we want to be as accurate as possible because we think it's really a great thing we Mm -hmm. think it's great that uh, there is another option for our patients out there and so forth and um, even though we've been doing ketamine treatments for a long time you know let's uh let's kind of go into some of the details so the first question in regards to can it be taken at home is no it's going to be have to be provided by a clinical professional a doctor in a controlled setting and the literature actually talks about it has to be a REMS certified company or a REMS, REMS certified provider. And REMS is R-E-M-S. And what that stands for is a risk evaluation and mitigation strategy. And I'm going to read this to you off of their insert just to be accurate and, again, to be consistent. So Spirato is available through only a restricted program under the REMS called the Spravato REMS because of the risks of serious adverse outcomes from sedation, dissociation, and abuse and misuse. Important requirements of the Spravato REMS include the following. Healthcare settings must be certified in the program and ensure that Spravato is A, 
only dispensed in a healthcare setting and administered to patients who are enrolled in the program, administered by patients under direct observation of a healthcare provider, and that the patients are monitored by a healthcare provider for at least two hours after the administration of Spravato. Also, pharmacies must be certified in the REMS and must only dispense Spravato to healthcare facilities that are certified in the program. Okay. So there's kind of a lot to unpack there. Yeah. You know, so first of all, it sounds like that for any healthcare professional to be able to provide this, they have to be certified in and added to this REMS group. Right. And I don't know what that entails, you know, probably some education and some in-servicing and so forth. Um, it also sounds like for them to receive the drug from a pharmacy, the pharmacy in which they are going to request it also has to be certified the same way. Whether or not that certification is, you know, uh, online certification that's going to take them a couple hours or whether or not it's a, a week's worth of information and so forth, that I don't know. But the desire of the patients to be able to get it and take it at home, the limiting factor is the answer is no. They're going to have to go to a certified provider, have the administration, and they're going to have to spend two hours in that office before they're going to be allowed to be discharged Right. once they're at a stable point. Right. So if you're if you've been paying attention to any of the rollout of Spravato, I mean, this, the, those points are not generally not touched upon um, in, in terms of the what people can consider their administration. So it's it's reasonable to think that folks can see a commercial for Spravato, hear about an NPR New York Times article about Spravato, and assume that they're going to head over to their CVS. Right. This is going to be you know this is going to be covered under their insurance, which is a whole another topic we'll get into in, in a different episode. Right. That and that they'll be able to take this nasal spray home and just sort of spray the depression away at their own whim. When in reality, it's not even going to be your hands on the nasal spray spraying it into your nose. I mean, it, by definition, is going to be that of a of a professional who's sort of well, it may may or may not be the, the professional may supervise the I patient see. administering it. But okay. again, it's it's in a controlled supervised. It's gonna be under their supervision. Absolutely, then. absolutely. Yeah. So they want to make sure that the patient gets the appropriate uh, dose administered, you know, directly into their nasal passage. So sometimes the patient, it, there, it appears that the the um, administrating device is pretty simple to use, but it is going to have to be supervised. And it's expensive, so they're going to want to make sure that they get the, the, right. the medication where it needs to go. And the other aspect to this is you're going to get the intranasal ketamine administered, and you'll be um, have to wait at the location of where it's being administered for two hours? Two hours post. So, you know, in any medical office that you go to for a treatment, per se, you don't just walk in there get your your medication and then leave or stay if you have to level of monitoring. There's, yeah. a, there's a period of time that you get to spend with the administrative staff, maybe with some of the medical staff doing some pre-vital signs, some uh, getting some basic information. Then you got to spend some time with the actual physician or nurse practitioner, whoever's going to be the provider of your treatment. 
get the actual treatment, and then it requires the additional two hours afterwards because right. it's very specific. It has to require two hours of monitoring post-delivery of the medication. Is another element of that to sort of gauge what the dissociative uh, response is in the patient as well and how they're dealing with that and just to ensure that they're in a safe place. Yes. Yeah. That's what it appears like. And I think that again, will be another topic for another podcast is that kind of monitoring, monitoring component of the, of the procedure from what is being requested by Johnson and Johnson based on being a REMS level provider. Right. So, okay. All right. Well, I think that probably takes care of um, what we know, at least at this point in regards to the administration of this drug. You know, once again, we are happy that this is sort of breaking the stigma of particularly ketamine, um, as well as just other alternative, um, you know, and some people would say psychedelic forms of, uh, you know, treatment for mental health, um, in this case, dream-resistant depression. Right. Yeah, just let's kind of clear clear out the mud a little bit. Right. A little, little clearer for people to, so that if they are interested in getting Spermato, they know what questions to ask. Right, and, and understanding how to compare it to other forms of uh, ketamine delivery as well. Correct. Right. All right, sounds good. Um, well, we'll be tackling some more topics on this. Um, don't forget to subscribe to Ketamine Wellness Centers on whatever podcast app you like to use. And if you could rate and review us on iTunes, that would be really helpful too. Thanks. Thanks, Jamal.